0: We're arts and adventure. Summit Sea airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show with Obendorfer and Long. Right there we go. Uh, I'm Ar Brandon Long, along with
1: Todd Obendorfer,
0: and we are your hosts for the greatest arts and adventure podcast in all the land. And this is, I think, going to be a really good time today. Why? Not just because Todd is back. Because I don't know if you caught that episode, Todd, last week with Corey, but Corey was he's trying to he's gunning for your spot. Just so you know. No,
1: I didn't. I didn't yeah, okay. hear. I didn't listen to it. I didn't support it. <laughs> I don't support him. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I trust about half what he says most okay. of the time.
0: Okay. okay. well, then um Corey's got a ways to go, I guess. So <laughs> I'm sure, uh, So least. happy to have you back Todd in the studio. How um, was last week by the way? I had a blast. It was fun because um we had the voice of Ogden's daughter in the trailer who said nothing. And that was probably the greatest inside joke of the entire podcast. Was the voice
1: here as well? The
0: voice just the, the voice, voice showed up late and was not on the podcast. So okay. the voice came afterwards. But daughter was in the studio like and, the whole time and said nothing. You could hear her laughing a little bit here and there, but said absolutely nothing the whole time. So which we So thought, she's
1: not gunning for voice of Ogden.
0: Not gunning for Voice of Ogden. <laughs> That's fine. fantastic. That was pretty funny. Actually. But if
1: it's in the jeans, so, I'll bet she's got a good voice though.
0: I don't I don't know. I didn't hear. I didn't hear, well, so you can watch the here. podcast, but you won't hear the I'll voice. Bet she's got
1: great stories too.
0: That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, so we have this is great. So uh, we went to I went to Todd was late and missed it. The literary death match, but he yes. was there. Literary death match two weeks ago, something like that, and um, it was fun. It was cool. That nurture it was it a nurture, nurture the, the creative mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alicia, did you just come up to me?
2: I think I did.
0: You just you just like. How, why did you pick me out of the crowd? Was I somebody special? I, what happened?
2: I don't know. Don't, um, I don't know I, either. I don't remember at all. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> Everyone else was busy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else had friends around them. That's yeah. it right then. Yeah, I, I looked guess. lonely. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Sitting alone in the corner.
2: <laughs> somebody must have um, introduced you at some point and mentioned who you were.
3: I think they pointed you out, yeah.
0: Oh, they did, okay. That was probably... And They're like, just whatever you do, don't talk to that guy. <laughs> and <laughs> and I
2: had obviously passed um, your space here while meandering through the Monarch, and I was like, oh, you know what? I had wanted to meet those guys and okay. find out more about what they were about. So I came and said hello.
0: So Alicia McDarris, right? Or McDarris? M- you know McDarris. what? McDarris. You know what? McDarris?
2: It's a made-up name. It's a made-up name, okay. So <laughs> it's, you, you can... Pronounced. Freelance Outdoor
0: Travel Journalist. And then we have Josh. Same made up last name. Like yep, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Josh, um, <laughs> video producer. And now do you work together on this project? Is this a together project? Terra Drift. Wait wait, wait, wait.
1: We have to oh. we have to address the made up last name. Oh, so yeah, that... okay, yeah. you're just gonna let that slide. I, fine. I, listen, a... I don't want to cause any problems. What's I didn't the... want to go deeper, but so what's the All story right. on the last name?
3: Yeah. So so the last name so do we all get to choose our last I
1: names? I, guess, I mean, why not? At some point. Yeah, I, I should. Yeah.
3: So so the whole idea was to just uh, kind of combine our last names instead of doing a traditional thing. Nice. Oh, OK. Yeah. okay yeah. So what are we working with yeah. then?
2: Instead of me taking his last name when we got married, um, I took half of mine, which was McDaniel, and half of his, which was Morris. Yep. And we have
1: McDarris. I love that. That's great. That's a great idea, and that—that's the rest of that story. Okay, I'm so that glad is, that we asked. That is that story. Thanks for sharing <laughs> that. I appreciate that. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I—I—I I, I heard that, and I'm like, are they shitting me or what? Like, is this how is this? <laughs> is this is they. Like, who makes up their last names? Name, <laughs> you know, super
1: common last yeah. name.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah.
3: it does sense. exist. Okay. I didn't think it did, but it does. You found. I, one. I've seen. I've seen some. A few others floating around out there yeah. i could
1: see somebody late night looking up trying to find more McDerrisses in their like, family tree <laughs> yeah
2: and we're yeah. like sorry guys not us oh <laughs> not
3: that's
0: fantastic not in the you've been in ogden a long time just over a month yeah i think a long time yeah so feel at home
2: yeah actually yeah okay.
0: yeah feels good where where was the first you know places you visited sort of the first things you did when you got here
2: oh man let's see um well, when we very the very first time we came to Ogden, we were partnering with Snow Basin um, to sort of talk about on our blog and YouTube channel their um, learn to ski program, and uh, so that was really the very first place we we ever visited in Ogden. Um, we're vegan, so we looked up all of the places we could get great vegan food. So we like we went to Kappa. we went to, um, and that was of course one of the first places we came back to. Uh, when we moved here, um, you know, headed to, to Harp and Hound for those uh, epic deep-fried avocado <laughs> rolls. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, like, hit up the library, checked out the Monarch. You know, we were here just in time for uh, First Friday in October, so that was kind of, like, the first thing we did mm-hmm. once we moved here in Ogden and, you know, explored the Monarch here and meandered around town just to... To kind of see what the art scene was about.
3: Yeah, I checked out some of the um, the running and mountain biking groups. That was pretty cool. Went to uh, Snow Basin and did a a um, Halloween ride, which was like my first. So you guys
0: jumped right in. Just, I don't mess oh, yeah. around. don't right We don't mess around. Jump right in. Okay. <laughs> uh, and, the, and we talked before, you um, spent a lot of time in Austin, but then uh, spent some time in Arkansas. Yes. Yeah. And then found Ogden because Ogden fits some criteria. Talk to me about that criteria that you were looking for.
2: (laughs) We had a ridiculous long list of um, (laughs) things to consider before we moved to a city. Um, It obviously had to have mountains because as um, we just you know we're in our 30s and we haven't lived anywhere near mountains we're in the outdoor industry it's just mm. stupid at this point uh so check. so that's a big check, check. Yep.
1: yeah we have yeah if, if yep. you're at home right now to- <laughs>
3: check. there's a list yeah um, and also access part of that is access so you can live right. near mountains like we were talking about previously you know you can live in denver but actually getting into the mountains is a whole other story takes right? a hot minute so, yeah yeah
2: Right. I wanted to be able to ride my bike to the mountains. <laughs> gotcha. Um, check, check, check. Yep, yep, exactly. So we got kind of two things going there. Um, you know, it, it like I said, it, we're vegan, so it had at least have one good vegan restaurant.
1: <laughs> okay, the longer so, you stay, the more you going to have to start your own vegan restaurant. It's true. I would it's go. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, where do you go no. grocery shopping? Todd would yeah. know. Yeah. Salt Lake's yeah. got some good places, and it's okay. not far it away. so
2: It does. Yeah. It does have some good places. Um, so, yeah, we're... We're kind of finding out where else we can eat that's not like fully vegan. Obviously, um, found some good food, so you know we're we're satisfied. Uh, it has more vegan options than Fayetteville, Arkansas. So you know, I'm not
1: complaining. <laughs> that's what that's what our our new little slogan: more more, more
0: vegan options than Fayetteville. Yeah,
1: our one option yeah, is more than Fayetteville.
0: <laughs> more than Fayetteville, <laughs> Ogden, more
2: than Fayetteville. Exactly. Yeah. Um.
1: Which is one? It's, yeah, it's <laughs> a start. It's because you start balancing all of the mountains in your backyard. Mm-hmm. Maybe a half a point more, less vegan restaurants than I would love. Maybe maybe a little less, but it's still we're we're still looking good yes. on your list. So. Still
3: okay, looking good. Yeah. What else is on that list? Um,
2: we, we needed an airport. We travel a lot for work. So, um, And
0: did you know Ogden had its own little airport? I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. I I, mean, does anybody use it? I don't know. But I don't know yeah. either. <laughs> <laughs> we have a good international airport. Yep. Mm-hmm,
2: yep. Down Salt Lake. So, and that's, you know, like 40 minutes away or something. So,
0: I took that for granted. I'll say I had no idea. And then when I was getting the tan van fixed in Nowhere, Idaho, and his job was to fly around the United States to different um, events and MC the the big trucks, you know, the big truck events, whatever. And he had to he has to drive to Salt Lake. It's like a four hour drive to get to a decent
4: International, aer- airport. international
0: airport. airport. Yeah, which I thought, oh my gosh. I've lived in Ogden forever and I uh, have we have a I- good
1: airport and now we have an even better airport. It totally took it for granted. Or at least they spent more money on it. I, I like our airport too.
0: The Ogden one? Yeah. No, Salt Lake. Salt Lake, yeah. <laughs>
1: Sally, thirty-five, forty minutes is not very far. No, that's, that's pretty close.
0: That's yes. pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah, it is. Okay, it is. so airport check.
2: Yep, yep. Um, it needed to have good outdoor stores. Uh, although by the time we got here, uh, Gear Thirty was closed. So-
4: yes. How did that happen?
0: Very
1: sad. But but Bum. if you Bummer. if you want some some fixtures from I mean Gear we got 30, some of the
0: trees here. Oh, nice. um,
1: All of these are from that you. store. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we... that's
0: awesome.
1: <laughs> and I'll bet you'd find a few uh, Gear 30 things in Brandon's cl- closet as well. So if you well, need they kept asking me like, "What do you
0: want?" I'm like, "I don't I don't need anything." So I don't <laughs> like you know when you work at a st- store that long, you don't need to. Yeah. take anything but yeah. uh they were like it hey, just you know you can you can grab whatever i'm like i don't i'm not gonna grab stuff i don't need like i don't even need it i'll take the trees the stupid pine trees and put them in our studio they're not stupid they're awesome and they're pretty great make the decor look nice so you can see one yeah, thank I, you, josh this camera's on you but you can see the tree in the corner over there mm. and that came from and then that lovely those lovely brown chairs came from the shop as well
1: thank you Are you sacrificing yourself for our <laughs> trees and chairs. Yeah.
0: All right, so that closed down. So that was that was checked off
3: and then it was on, then, like we got to scratch that one like, out. we
1: got to get to it quick <laughs> yeah. before the mountains are further away. Oh my
3: god. Yeah, the first time we walked in there uh was probably when it was, you know, getting ready to close. Getting ready probably to close. Probably met so. Devin.
0: Was Devin in there?
3: Um everyone in there was very sad and we didn't know wow. why. <laughs> Wow, this hurts. No, but now you know why. Now yeah, we know why. I
4: think now we know
0: why. Yeah.
2: At least there, there are a lot of good bike shops. You know, so that.
0: Lots of good cool. bike shops. We do have a lot of There's bike a good shops. discount outdoor store, but that's it. And then sure. the outdoor stores, and that's why. I, uh, so I'm. So you probably don't know this, but I'm one of the ones who started Gear 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that was why because the other gear shop in town was on Riverdale Road. It was
1: a good secondhand one.
0: Yeah, it's we good, yeah, yep, yeah, good secondhand yeah. one. There's a good Sorry. secondhand one, second tracks, yeah. then a good discount one. Um, mm-hmm. But the the high end, our higher end one had Canyon Sports is what it was called, and they did mountain bike rentals, rentals, um, along with you know ski fleet rentals and stuff. But they had, they had great, great. It was a great shop. They closed down, and it'd been a year or two before we'd had a good shop in town and uh i worked with a guy named greg reynolds at the outdoor program and i we were both at weber state university at the time and uh that's the question was what are you gonna do when you graduate right and so he said well my father-in-law uh, would like to open an outdoor shop and i said well i have this blog which you know that's what you do so so that comes with an audience right and but it's hard to make money from these things at least it was in 2010 uh, maybe you've got it dialed in. I don't know, but it's hot. It, you can make good, great money actually. But in 2010, I didn't know how to do it, and so um, I said, "Well, I got this blog, and and Todd and I have this radio show, and we have this following. Uh, if you want to start a shop, I maybe I'm a be of use. You know, we can bring our our the people who follow us along. And so I was invited to be the marketing director for the company, and it started in 2012, and it just went out of business this year in 2023. So it made it. Just over just over 10 years. But sadly, no more. Womp, yeah. womp. womp. Womp, Wait, I got, <laughs> I think I have a, no, I don't. Well, maybe. No, that's the wrong one.
1: Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> uh, wow. That's like a knife oh, in the back. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> just
3: kick you out the That nightmare. was, yeah.
0: What's a glockenspiel? Anybody know what a glockenspiel
1: At is? At this point? I just Nope, not oh, that. Oh, a Glockenspiel. Okay, okay. Yeah. but it's a good for like an idea. Yes. Oh, I got an idea. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, so um, it was a good you,
0: long run though. If you want to, thank you, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and we had uh, a lot of really good gear in Ogden being sold. A lot of people bought it, and there's some other shops in town. Like Amher Sports is in town. There's there's um brands in Utah like Black Diamond, Volet. uh. That made it actually for a while difficult to, and Amherst Sports and the the companies underneath it, made it difficult to sell them those brands out of a specialty store in a small town because a lot of people who are your customers also worked there, had a buddy who worked there. Everybody knows somebody who can get a pro deal. And so the small town thing, it it became hard. So there were some brands that we had to just give up early on because we couldn't compete with the pro deal thing and the outdoor industry struggled with that for a while and then they and they right. tried to fix it they tried to um black diamond was one of the first that tried to like okay we got to figure this out you know and then Amer sports came in we had arcteryx and it was like well, we can't sell full price arcteryx when I mean, you can go across the street and get them you know from their their store like a year old but nobody cares at like right. half the price because it's still a super sweet arcteryx jacket so like okay there goes arcteryx and so we we dealt with some of that at first but Slowly, we found the brands that we could kind of keep. Rab was one. Oh, this isn't Rab. I usually wear a Rab one. Uh, Rab was one that we really liked. That's nice, not yeah. you know easy to find in yeah, Rab's Utah. One. <laughs> um, some of those Big Agnes was one, and that's probably one if you're a retailer in Colorado. Probably everybody knows somebody who works at Big Agnes. <laughs> sure. Yeah, but yeah. but here in Utah, that was a good brand for us. But anywho, uh, okay. So the gear shops was something you looked for, and we had them have them sort of. Anything else? <laughs>
2: What else was there, Josh?
0: Okay. I don't know. There was.
3: Uh,
2: I mean, I wanted, you know, like we wanted mountain bike groups and.
3: Ooh. um Yeah. Just the vibrant outdoor community, okay. which, you know, generally speaking, when you have winter and mountains, you know, that that's there to some. It's inherent a little bit. Yeah. yeah, Extent. So. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that list consists of mostly things that you did some research on beforehand. Right. Yeah. but. As, as someone who 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 has also moved a lot, hashtag transplant. Good at, yeah, good at the <laughs> good at the research, but then also a lot of surprises where it's just like, oh, all right, didn't know that. And didn't know <laughs> that. Right. Yep. <laughs> and didn't know that. And we we were talking a little bit. I about feel this that. is going
0: negative, Todd. <laughs> what? Re- reality. Just the okay, reality okay, of sure. when
1: you moved here, and yep. uh, and what can we help you with? Kind of collectively. You know, we're neighborly. We we enjoy new people to town, and so. Is there anything at this point that we can assist you with that our listeners can help you with, find these things, or maybe, you know, explain something that doesn't make any sense?
0: Hmm, good question. Tom. Oh man. Mm-hmm.
2: There there was a lot of Googling to try to answer things that didn't make sense when all
4: we were right, <laughs>
1: Well, you feel free to jot down anything that is outside of Google's realm um, because that's the idea with with trivia in general is that it's all of this information that is just swimming around. Right. Sure. That we're more than happy to help you with. So.
2: Yeah. No, we're just, you know, really um, like gun into get plugged into the, the outdoor community and, um, you know, kind of find our place here and get meet up with groups and um like, you already told us, uh, Brandon, about uh, Ogden Abbey. Yeah. Um, And their... Um,
0: bash is Thursday.
2: Yeah, their bash this week. Um, Which, so, by
0: the way, Todd, today... Uh, Alicia, sorry. I could have... Yeah, no said, worries. This is very important information. It's not important at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're just going to forget it. Yeah, That's why well, yeah. so I are saying So, I got a call from Corey today. And he's like, do you know a DJ? I'm like, I know one. And he, he's good. But he charges... Are you me. talking about you? No, uh, <laughs> we're, we'll get there. Yeah. But he, charges, <laughs> he charges a lot of money, but he does a lot for, it's Bryson Dearden, right? Mm-hmm. He does a lot of like a, a snow basin and stuff. And so he's he understands the crowd. He gets it. And so, you know, reach out to him. And I know a couple other DJs, um, but they're just, they don't quite, ha- their style is a little, Ogna Avalanche Cruise, you got to know what you're up against, you know? So I want to make sure you know what you're up against before you, I send you a DJ referral. But Bryson can handle it. And then i made the mistake todd of saying like dude i gotta i, I know how to dj but i don't i don't you're kind of starting <laughs> but i'm but you, starting you yes have, you, i no. own a, a beginner your toe is in the world dj thing i don't even yeah. know what they call call it like console thing whatever yeah and so um and corey's like okay yeah why don't you just do it i'll pay you i'll "No, no because you'll get what you pay for and it's bad because i don't even know how to use the buttons and this is going to be the worst night ever but you can we have equipment. We have speakers. I have a Spotify playlist. Like You can p- pay to rent that stuff, and I'll show up and pretend like I know how to DJ. So I may be the DJ Thursday. Hey. Very loose terms. Well, on, what a treat. Yeah. So uh, you can watch me learning in real time. This, if that doesn't sell it for you, so it I don't know what will. So it means you're going to be
1: drinking <laughs> in one place rather than drinking around. Correct. There. This is
0: correct. And so, yes. And, and, oh, by the way, our mics here at Banyan, they, they have cables on them. They're not the cordless kind that, that most DJs have and bring these right, nice, right. very beautiful, which allows me to then walk throughout the premises and and communicate and MC from wherever. So all right, I'll I put, it on, the be put it on the list. Standing in one spot, DJing, MCing, potentially both. Uh So be there Thursday at the front. I can't you, wait. Oh my all god! Right. Gonna Who's going to be there? I don't know. Food, beer, beer, <laughs> and and. Lucky, slice, Lucky slice, okay. Most likely, mm-hmm. most likely, okay. Yeah, yeah
2: and Thursday. people who know about avalanche and
0: climbing, but you can't drink and climb. Not that's not legal at it's the a, front. It's yeah, also a bad idea. That so um, I've you know done it, but it's, it's not advisable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think many people have done it. Just not advisable. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. for sure. Uh, so it's be there Thursday. And, but that is a fundraiser for Ugg and Avalanche. And so, yeah, diving into those kind of groups, really yeah. go into those types of events. You'll meet people and you'll find some you click with. You'll find some you don't click with. And then you'll be like, okay, let's hang out with these people. Avoid those people or whatever. So that's a good place to start.
1: Absolutely. That's the goal. Just so, meet people. So we love what you're doing as far as putting yourself out there. Like that's one thing that we can say, Brandon and I. And, and uh, honestly, anyone involved with some of the Banyan things that we do is the fact that 15 years we've been trying to be a resource, right, for the community. And I think for the most part, the word is out after. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. I mean, 14 you never years know, is the magical yeah. year, I think, for that. But uh, the one thing that you have sometimes in, you know, people that want to try certain things, they're intimidated by the thing that they want to try. And it's, it's, it's taking that first step kind of with what you're doing as far as just introducing yourself, kind of putting yourself into a group, finding out what the groups are. There's always experience level. Maybe you're up here, but maybe there's a lot of people down here, but that group is open to, you know, all levels. But what have, what have you found, you know, how beneficial is it for you to kind of push yourself a little bit? I don't know if it's in your comfort zone or out of your Oh,
0: Sorry. It refreshed my bad.
1: Nope, that was that was how he plays me off. Yep, that's yeah. just basically <laughs> enough talking, and, <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. To... yeah, that was like the longest question ever. So we gotta. Yep, uh. <laughs> it used to be the little mark across the throat. Now it's just <laughs> literally playing me out. Um, basically, the benefit of putting yourself out there in a new community.
4: All right,
2: you know, there's there's a definite benefit, and it. I'm not gonna say it comes naturally. Right. To either of us, because um, Josh especially introvert. Yes, you
0: would a little bit describe
3: yourself yeah. yes sure
2: um i'm maybe a, a bit of an ambivert you know depending on the on the day uh,
0: wait what what is that i, don't, uh, I haven't heard it
2: it's, it's like half and half is yeah. it uh yeah. you're you're yeah.
0: in certain situations you're outgoing and others you're not, not okay exactly. i kind of
1: fall a little bit in that i prefer to yeah. be in the back of the room gotcha. give me a mic and i can i can be there Yeah. Yes. You know I
2: mean? but at some point i hit a wall and i'm like yep. i don't want to talk to anybody anymore um
1: <laughs> so i'll get there in about Twelve minutes in the show. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Perfect. Yeah, um, <laughs> but
2: I think, you know, part of um moving as often as we have uh is is sort of like if we don't do that, if we don't sort of like push out of our comfort zone and try to meet people and like at literary deathmatch, I was so nervous to I'm like, what do I even say to these people? I just say who I am and then what? What happens then? I don't know. But I, I went We all laugh loudly. Exactly. Yes. They're all gonna laugh at me. I think I'm weird. <laughs> point.
0: <laughs> who's
2: who's this weird woman? Yeah. Um, but you know, like I think we we didn't do that, you know, especially when we first lived in Austin. And so it took forever to meet people Ooh. and um get plugged in and like find our community and um, after that, I was just like, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. So, <laughs> yep. um, even when we lived in Fayetteville, I think we went to like, a another one of those sort of art walk type things, uh, in a community and just started chatting with some of the, the artists and business owners that were there. And that's how we made friends, uh, was that very first Art thing walks we went are to. good
0: for that. I think yeah. I went to that one in Pensacola this summer and it's like, you, you know, you, you buy a little thing from one of the booths, and then all of a sudden you're best friends with the person that owns the booth or whatever, <laughs> and then you you have a conversation and you meet people and you're like, okay, I know one person in this town now. All right, and all right, and we'll move on to the next one. So it is, those art walks are very good for stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and if you happen to sure. meet somebody who, you know, like has a podcast, uh and, <laughs> per se yeah. yeah, per se, or is uh, very plugged into uh, the community you're kind of part of, like that's yeah. just even better, you know, lucky stars, i guess
0: <laughs> good place we're a good place to start we We do know quite a few people, I mean, Todd knows everyone. I'm getting there, so we're together
1: <laughs> we we're, we're, anyway. we're, we're dialed in we're dialed in. awesome, so I think that now might be a good time to for me at least uh, because I know you've had some conversations with Brandon is to find out a little bit about what you do. Yeah. The 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 blogging, the, the tell me tell us, you know, about what you do, where we can find your information. What do we need to know?
2: Absolutely. So, it's just Josh and I, we co-founded a blog and YouTube channel. It's teradrift.com as in earth and drift, one word, teradrift.com Uh we have a YouTube channel as well. Um and the whole idea, and this kind of links back to what you were just saying, Todd, about like getting out of your comfort zone, you know, trying something new, um, is we do a lot of gear reviews, um, a lot of um, that sort of thing, a lot of how to's um, and a lot of destination guides and highlights. Uh, and it's all focused on sustainability. So it's all like all the gear we review is sustainable in some way. Um, we talk about what makes sustainable you're sustainable. We talk a lot about, you know, leave no trace principles outdoors, uh, but also like how to break into new things that, you know, maybe you're nervous to try or you've never done before. Um, Like we've created content about learning to ski because we've never lived near mountains. So we've never really done that. So our audience got to watch us learn to (laughs) snowboard or whatever and it was probably hilarious for them um (laughs) especially if they're uh you know actually experienced but um you know talking about how how the outdoors should be a place for everybody and uh, you don't have to be excellent at it you don't even have to um have all of the gear that we review you know you don't need the arcteryx jacket you don't need the the rab shell pants even though those are all awesome things
0: i saw the funniest meme the other day and it was and i'm doing it i'm part of it right now i'm part of the meme and it was um all these business guys like six business guys right and they lined up for a photo and they all have the vests on right and it was in the comment was like when did when did the patagonia vest all become (laughs) part of the the fortune 500 ceo lifestyle or whatever and then the best comment underneath it was, "Wait, I thought we all switched. I thought we all agreed to switch to Arc'teryx." <laughs> so I'm like, "Yeah, I know. those. It's those two brands, the Patagonia. You're cool though, if you, as long as because they're all in their, you know, dress pants and dress shirt, but they got right. their Patagonia the puffy vest, puffy vest on, or their Arc'teryx <laughs> puffy vest on, and so they're they're." Now they're cool. Yeah. So, right. but I thought it was a funny Names commentary. Are the best.
1: They is, aren't they really? <laughs> yep, yeah. These are a few, uh, This was a few months ago. Fall's my favorite, favorite, favorite month, right? And so it was the the first sign of fall. And I think everybody's probably seen the one where it's uh it's uh, Han Solo season. Have you seen? Yes, the Han Solo with the season? women. The, yep.
0: The, yes. Yep. Oh,
1: where it's the leather boots and the tight pants and the vest, and it's like, and then they put you next to a picture of like Han Solo in the first Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Movie. But yeah. the the photos of like oh. groups of Six women, women all wearing the all same thing, all dressed exactly the same. um <laughs> yeah. and it is a hundred percent a uniform. Oh. I like it. It's a uniform. I can get behind a hundred percent. Yeah, oh. that's a funny observation. I yeah. have
2: not seen that meme. Oh, it's brilliant. You, I, yeah. I don't, I didn't have to. Like, tough. I know, ex- you know I <laughs> exactly no, no. what you're talking. Yeah,
0: it's about. spot on. Yeah. <laughs> just, just go to any EDM concert or something. And oh, it's so funny. you'll see. You'll see a lot of Han Solos walking around. Oh. Apparently, oh, that's
2: but yes, that's uh, our goal is to help people get outside, like all people get outside more often, do it more sustainably. Um, and well, this is more
0: great. Now, how did now? I'm curious because um, I know I started uh, Ogden Outdoor Adventure. It was a blog originally, and then when it was radio show. I eventually um, we I, I lost the domain at some point. This is a long story. We, a lot of beers later, uh, so the domain that domain was gone. Um, however. It is not easy. So how long have you been doing it? How did you make, like, is this a full-time job? Um, how did you get to that point? Because that is not an easy thing to do.
4: Yeah,
3: Yeah, so. <laughs> is it sort yeah. of a so full-time the, time job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the blog started way back in 2013, and the original intention of it was to be more of a, a, a travel blog. And it took about I don't know five years of just kind of it wasn't it definitely wasn't full time. I would call it dabbling. Yeah, dabbled. we da- we yeah. dabbled in blogging. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which doesn't get you far. No, you got to be no, consistent and focused, and yeah, for but. sure. So uh, I think it was about 2018. Uh, we decided to kind of you know put some more juice into it, and I like that juice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise
2: known as time
0: and, time and energy. energy and work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: And because
0: um, you're a video producer is what I saw in here.
3: Yeah, oh, so I, I've yes. been in the video production business technically for 16 years. And at this was point, I think. specifically in the outdoors or all over? Um, uh, just all over. Okay. So, like what? Mostly freelance.
0: Like commercial work for bigger businesses
3: or what's Your. So I would be like a a camera operator or um you know xyz production company um i did a lot of editing um Mm -hmm. it's probably most of what i did Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah it was i i had like one production company that i did a lot of remote work for for many years editing editing mostly and um yeah any anyone who would pay me Sure, really <laughs> but... sure yeah and then the blog uh, at
0: one point became important like you said around 2018 mm-hmm. and you, you put more juice into it like you said and, th- and then what happened
2: then we just sort of like I think plowed ahead and decided to make it a focus um, I say it's it feels it feels like it's full time. Um, I'm also a uh, freelance journalist. Mostly, I write about the outdoors and travel um, for magazines and and websites and things like that. So that's kind of my background. So I do all the writing and photography for the blog, and Josh does all the video production. So we just were like, let's let's do this together. Let's bring our skills, and um, when we travel, we will capture these cool outdoor places. You know, we want to make this a lifestyle that. Um, like this is what we want. We want to play outside. We want to travel around the world and play outside all over the world. and uh, share, make a living doing it. Yeah, make a living doing it and show other people that they can do it too, you mm-hmm. know and and make it a helpful resource and also, you know, really lean into that sustainability angle because that's something that's very important to us like throughout our you know lives.
0: So what what have you learned? So because now it's twenty twenty three. Where where are you at with with the website um, and YouTube now? Because and it makes a lot of sense, Josh, for you know to be on YouTube because you know, if you understand editing, that's the place to be. You can eventually get paid for that if you're not already. Mm-hmm. And then um, you know how do how do how are you making money with this? And you know what what's something that you'd maybe give some advice to somebody starting out their own outdoor blog?
2: Oh man, um, it's a lot of work. a lot of work.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of work. I I second that, and because, and you got to be passionate about it. And when we, when I was running the outdoor adventure, which I don't do anymore, um but it was every morning, I'd wake up early, and you'd spend hours just putting up a post. Yep. (laughs) Every day, (laughs) let alone everything else you got to do for the rest of the day, and
1: consistency too,
0: because every day, yeah, because if you're not, I get a lot of questions
1: on on uh, podcasts just because we're that's sort of our niche and consistency, man. Everybody's got a podcast. And when I say everybody, sometimes the numbers look like they're everything. I was, yeah. but, did you uh, see that,
0: the stat I sent to you about podcasts? And this might go with your blog numbers slash YouTube downloads as well. I felt, I, I find this super interesting. I'll pull it up and you can continue talking, answering my question. I'll the pull biggest
1: thing is consistency, but then also whatever that number was, and I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I try not to focus on any of those. It's just bonkers. But um, the ones that are still doing it after three months, You know, it drops the ones that are doing it after six months drops like, and then uh, like a year is unheard of, you know? And so it's, it's just that longevity. And then also the, you know, producing regularly, you could, you know, easily drop a podcast a month or twice a year, you know, I don't know if they're easy to do there. It's
0: easy to blog. It's not easy to stay consistent, you know, and 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 you could also,
1: you can also get really good at it too.
0: True. True. Yeah. So th- these are some blog stats. Maybe this goes along with website visits slash mm-hmm. YouTube visits. So uh, if you had to guess, the top to be in the top fifty percent of blogs um, downloaded in the first seven days, how many downloads do you think that would be in the first seven days to be in the top fifty percent of all podcasts produced?
2: Oh man. I don't even know. Top 50%, know.
0: Yeah. what would be the first, the download numbers on the first seven days? Todd, any guesses? No, I don't want to know. <laughs> 29. Yeah. If you have 30 downloads in the first seven days of your podcast, you are in the top 50% of all podcasts. Wow. Wow. Okay, so the top 25% is 108 in the first seven days. And then the top 10% of all podcasts is 420. So Banyan sits between the 25 to 10% range on pretty much everything that we put out there. Now the top 5% is a thousand and every once in a while we'll hit a thousand in the first seven days. Um, and then, and we have some that have like, you know, you know
1: what all this shows me too, a is lot more, that but, whenever you get that question, what do you, you know, what, what podcast do you listen to? Right? Yeah. It's, it's usually the same 10 podcasts Right. And and you're asking a, say a workplace of 20 people, and it, they know 10 podcasts, right? And uh, we were just talking, there's, there's more than 10 podcasts out there. Um, there's a lot of local podcasting that nobody ever has heard of, supports, but they know this name, right? Right. They know right. this name. And there's, there's nothing wrong with listening to those, but at the same time, it's, uh, they certainly represent like 8%. Let's just say like 1%, the top 1% of these podcasts. The
0: top 1% is in the first seven days, if you have nearly 5,000, it's 4,761 downloads in seven days. Then you're in the top 1% of all podcasts, all podcasts out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I
1: think it's important, especially when you're starting your own projects, not to be too hard on yourself, not to compare <laughs> yourself to Impossible. any of those yahoos that are getting paid $100 million a year um or any of the ones that are below that even i mean you got to just go further down it's going to be that. the like, best
0: day yeah. ever when when Banyan gets a contract to pay todd 100 million a year and he can't say that and he was like oh you know what that's me i think
1: they that's already did. <laughs> i think they were allowed to do that once
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway the struggles um so terra drift T e r r a. Drift, Terra Drift is the blog and, and, and YouTube, I guess it's yeah. under the same uh-huh. name. Yep. Um, yeah. So biggest lesson maybe you've learned from producing th-
3: this blog and brand over the years? Um, well I can speak to at least YouTube, like some suggestions for people out there, some, maybe some guidance if I can yeah. say that. Lessons learned. Lessons yeah. learned. Um, so yeah, it's, definitely consistency um don't be too hard on yourself um if you're doing it if you want to do this as a profession i would recommend if you want to push hard uh i recommend saving up some money first and finding someone that can edit for you Mm. um if if you're kind of the star of the show you know
0: what what should you expect to pay an editor for a YouTube video, a thirty minutes, fifteen minutes spot, something?
3: It depends. It really depends on what it is. Okay. If um if you're looking for something a little more high end, you know, it could be anywhere from four hundred to six fifty a, a day, which is like you know ten hours of editing. Mm. Um, if you're looking for something more a little more entry level, there are services out there that you can pay monthly, and they'll give you. You know, x number of minutes of edit, Hmm. Um, and that's you know five, I think five six hundred dollars, just depending on a month the service. Yeah. Okay. So there's huge range, huge range. But if 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 you're serious about this and you're doing this as a business, that's kind of I would recommend that only because what's going to happen if you want to push hard, you're going to burn out. And that is the worst feeling in the world. Mm. Um, I've heard there are tons of creators out there that are like, man, I, I wanted to do this so bad. I pushed really hard. I did a video a day or, you know, every other day, whatever. And I got so fed up with it. I didn't even want to be in the industry anymore. Mm. Whatever industry. Yeah, because you know
0: you're not enjoying it at that point. No, you're just, you're no. You're suffering miserable. through it, right? Yeah.
3: So. That's something, and if you're not at that level, if and if you don't have the money or don't want to spend the money on that, I would say, Wait, so know.
0: Mr. Beast doesn't edit his own video.'s <laughs> <laughs> this is
3: news uh, Did you know
2: just sidebar, that he has his
1: own chocolate?
3: He does.
2: He has a line Hell yeah. of chocolate. Hell yeah, why not? <laughs> and
1: yeah, not just all anywhere. it's like seven eleven. Yeah. So it means that it's in every small town from here to here to oh. here to here. Oh man. <laughs> Twenty-four hours a day.
2: You just can't. Yeah.
3: No, but otherwise, you know, like uh if you don't want to do it at that level, don't worry about it. Like time time is your friend. All you gotta do is be consistent. If all you can do is one video a week, do a video a week. And hit it on the same day, same time. Every week. Hit it on the same day. Once you, get so, once you get so many videos, look at your analytics. See when your audience is online. Uh, you know, get on there and interact with your community as much as you can. Uh, encourage them to leave comments. Um, and then you can get into things like Patreon and, you mm-hmm. know, you can go from there. But look at what other people are doing on YouTube, you know. Um, replicate what they're doing to an extent, change it, put your little spin on it, look at their thumbnails, see what they're doing with thumbnails because that is huge on YouTube. Um, Just, you know, design in general for Instagram and all that kind of stuff, you know, any kind of social media, see what the, see what the big guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and put out a good product too. I think that that really does make up for a lot Mm -hmm. as well. And there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise and doing something similarly, than what you're probably doing. Um, and so I think that the, in our case, it was longevity, right? The, the product is fine. We
0: just won't quit. Yeah. But we, <laughs> we just don't stop.
1: Yeah. But year after year, after year, after year, after year, you know, this was a reason for us to have these, you know, dedicated moments to hang out. And it was one of those things. And we get we we're going to meet people. And we, fantastic. Honestly, that was a huge part of it is yeah. the chance to meet people, find out what they did to pick their brain, use their ideas, share our ideas. I think that collectively, you know, people, let's be honest. I mean, what we're collectively doing wasn't around that long ago. So there's particularly, I'll be honest, uh, 2010, when, when we started podcasting was around, but not nearly what it is. And, uh, and when you're looking up all the things you can look up now, you couldn't find, you couldn't find this stuff. And so the analytics was difficult to track and barely usable at that time. You couldn't. You know find out really in any sort of you know um trustworthy sense how many people are listening to anything yeah. that you have yeah
0: podcasting was a wild Tracking west the things the that day. you had yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and but at the same time they were you know say we're looking for sponsors they're still treating it like old school radio and it's not that and so it's anyway it's one of those things where it is a little i don't want to say easier but it's easier to track things it's easier to look up how to do the basic things now. Um, and then, uh, and then reaching out like exactly what what we're doing collectively, you know, the four of us chatting here, kind of sharing ideas. We're open to chat with maybe not right in the middle of like, we're doing a show. Sometimes we'll, (laughs) we'll get the question where it's just like, I got a question about what you're doing when we're recording. But, uh, but you'll notice that we will always sit down and chat with somebody. Uh, the, the first Friday art strolls during uh, our van sessions during the art strolls. I am always available. I don't know most of the time what Brandon does those nights. He doesn't know what I do those nights. (laughs) I'll tell you, I'm talking to 150 people on those nights. Right. And I'm giving them all time to, you know, share what I do or people that want to start their own podcast or, I mean, all the oars. Right. But I'm totally available. Um, I'm sure that you are both, you know, especially now that we, we get to know you today. If somebody walked up to you tomorrow, I'm sure you give them a couple minutes to chat, you know? Oh, Perfect. yeah, for sure. But it's, it's those conversations that just really, I don't know, it gets you out of the basement and into the world. Um, not that there's anything wrong with recording your basement.
0: No, but Todd, I, I did find this article that I wanted to talk about on Terra Drift. Um Oh, boy, he, I can't wait. You dig does. deep? No, no, not deep get- at all. Oh, front yeah. page. Oh, front page. Front page. page. All right. Just like scroll down a little.
2: Newly dropped.
0: All Six right. sustainable sports bras for Woo. outdoor adventure. Yeah. This is very important. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> one, when I read it, I thought sustainable meaning they'll last a long time, but that's not what you mean, right? <laughs> That you mean like sustainable, like they're they're good for the environment. Right. Yeah. But I was thinking like immediately, like well, yeah, because those things they probably probably burn through those things.
1: Like, <laughs> well, I mean, like, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah that like, can yeah.
0: definitely be part of it. Yes, be part of it. Sure. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. So
2: yeah, part of sustainability is is, is how long do
0: they last? Durability, yep. durability. Yep. Okay, <laughs> so hitting all the all the topics,
2: all the all the topics
0: on Terra Drift. <laughs> um, yeah, very good stuff, uh, Alicia. We, we
2: also talk about uh, uh pooping in the woods a lot.
0: So that's a big thing.
2: That's- oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: a it big is. thing. It has taken issue.
1: years to, to 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 guide Brandon away from pooping uh stories and, mm. and, and storytelling. Oh, I'm and I'm pro I'm fine. I'm fine with <laughs> yeah, that. But yeah. Brandon feels very strongly about about pooping, right? I and have so- a crap strap. Do you, have you heard <laughs> of oh, those? Yes, yeah. yes yeah. I have. okay yeah. Gotcha. That- but Brandon's you guys. So if yeah. you ever want to have this conversation, <laughs> I don't mind we being go in the deep room but in I in the poo.
3: Now yeah. is, it, yeah. is that the one that you put around the tree and yes. like lean into? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Oh, uh, Yeah, yeah lean company. into it. They get, seem get on us and deep up in there. Oh, yeah. I just go with the lean against the tree most of the time. I like a good rock. You know, a good
0: yeah. a good chair rock log sure. yeah. situation thing. But the crap strap is a is an interesting tool if there's. I've
1: never if that's even a, heard a of these
2: things. Yes, I, I I'm just a very good. Um, j- my I don't know my my hips are very flexible I mm. guess so I'm just a very good squatter. Yeah. That's like it's old school, about. man.
0: That's, <laughs> that's
2: oh yeah, old school. Yeah. yeah, old school. I yeah, yeah we have we have multiple reviews of um, uh, pants that are designed for anyone who squats to pee. Yes. Um, uh. So. Yeah, that's you know, important you, you, to know those things. Yeah, to go with the sports bras, you gotta, sure. gotta have the the Nara uh, pants with the second uh, zipper. Or oh, I did pa- Yeah, peeing didn't with your that. pants okay. on. Peeing with your pants on. Yeah, I, they, this is a subject you didn't know you yeah. needed to know, but uh, <laughs> but this is true. Seriously, yeah. they're pants that yeah. change your life if you squat to pee.
0: <laughs> See? Teradrift.com. That's right. right. Teradrift.com. Yep. Uh a pleasure having you guys in studio and and meeting you. Josh, wish you all the luck in video production. Alicia, uh, your blogs are great. Uh, the voice is very well done. So I appreciate it. It's e- it's easily I- acceptable. It's easy to read, you know, like it's easy to understand. You don't like to get too techy on some of this stuff. So anyone can jump in and just sort of dive in. And you and, and you do travel, you go different places. Like you guys get at, get around. Oh, yeah. So uh uh I, th- I find that like a dream job of part of what you do, which is pretty cool. It is um, pretty fun. <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to Ogden. Thank it's you. It's official. You. You're now here. It's been Woo. a month. <laughs> <Excellent>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Todd, what you got? Anything? Uh, there is the one thing that we have to follow up on. But so, okay. so we have been covering for years, and we were one of the first to openly talk about it within days. Um, but I'm sure you've read around it. Gwyneth Paltrow's The Ski Trial, right? Yeah, oh, I thought it was over. All right, so the case was wrapped, but um, how can I say this? I'm just going to come right out and say it. Uh, so The Ski Trial is being turned into a musical in London. Bulls. No. no. Are
0: um, you, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, and so it's called, I didn't bring my reading glasses with me, so I can't see well, but it's, it's called Gwyneth Goes Skiing. Um, it's it's going to be opening in London. It's a, it's a comedy parody. And here is... Comedy parody. So she's the goop-founding, door-sliding, that's one of her movies, and loving consciously-uncoupling Hollywood superstar. He's a retired optometrist <laughs> from Utah. <laughs> yes. And in 2016, they went skiing. The slopes... Oh, wait. The synopsis for The Awkward Productions. That's the name of their production company. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Their show reads, on the slopes of Deer Valley, their worlds collided, and so did they literally <laughs> so did they seven years later in 2023 they went to court this it is, is their musical. story kind of oh not really but also God, it's a christmas brilliant. it also is christmas <laughs> yes so i have a feeling that we're Best not going to be able to see ever. that here but i oh. i would love to see um i want to s- give me one performance like during sundance or something I have right to come over yeah do Gwyneth go skiing? Oh God! That's oh my funny. gosh! We have been talking oh. about that story for years. Yeah, yeah. and, and the, I, I like how musical. it ended as well. That I know you'd appreciate that.
0: So. That's an <laughs> that's an infamous story, but Gwyneth goes skiing. Oh, Gwyneth oh, goes wow. skiing. Okay, so the official Utah snow report: Alta is open, Beaver Mountains to be determined, Brian Head is open, Brighton is open, Cherry Peak is to be determined, Deer Valley this Saturday, Eagle Point is Friday the 15th. Now, I don't know how Nordic's going to they must be crushing it with snowmaking cuz Nordic is going to open on Saturday apparently according to Ski Utah. Okay. Uh Park City Mountain is open, Powder Mountain, they're going to do night skiing only cuz they're all fresh um December 7th. And I think they're going to open the whole resort on December 8th. So they must have some some snow sticking and staying. And we're supposed to get blasted this weekend, I think. So it it could be a good weekend. Uh, Snow Basin is Thursday. So Thursday is the first. That's in two days. It should be open. And then Snowbird is also Thursday. Solitude's open. Sundance is this Saturday. And Woodward is open. So there you go. That's your official Ski Utah snow report. And it's that time of year, like we're what an darn, darn near guy. open, yeah, yep. on all the things. Um,
1: so, Brandon, what's coming up on Friday? Van sessions. Yeah. What else? Is, what else is happening on Friday? Night? <laughs>
0: it's your birthday. That's my birthday. It's your birthday. Today. So uh,
1: it's your so birthday. I, so I said, so "I said it's my birthday." How yeah. often does your birthday fall on a band sessions night? And so, um, make sure and come out and say hi. And of course, we'll have incredible lineup of musicians, but drinks will be flowing and maybe we'll have some cake Mm -hmm. over here and anyway come say hi so it's not a birthday without cake yes exactly so come say hi on friday night
0: thank you to banyan one that's this trailer right here for powering today's episode of the ogden arts and adventure show listen and subscribe to ogden arts and adventure on youtube speaking of thanks josh uh look for us on facebook instagram apple Podcasts, spotify and the banning collective.com and you don't have to run into us at a random event in Ogden. You can actually just DM us on Instagram if you would like, at Ogden Adventure, if you want to be on the show, or if you have a guest in mind to be on the show. Listen, we don't even know these people, okay? But if it's after dark, you <laughs> see Brandon in walk
1: into his car at night, that, the parking lot yep. is not well lit, <laughs> that's when he likes it. you.
0: He just knock on questions. the window. Yeah, no, exactly. No, just scare the hell out of me. Okay. <laughs> this week's outdoor jukebox is "TV Heads" by Imaginary Friends. That show was fire. That was last month on Van Sessions. Um, and so this is "TV Heads" as recorded during Van Sessions. And we will see you on the next Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. <muching noise>
4: They're dragging their feet, and the people have yet to prevail The seven ass screens they're watching TV And the people are all now they are TV heads now? they are TV heads now? On their faces, i lit up Screens buzzing just louder and the bodies have no motion and nobody shows emotion. So we need that stuff every day And you've invested all your time And you can't see through the light That you're a puppet on the streets And they're hiding all the things from you While they're walking down the streets They're dragging their feet And the people have yet to prevail The seven-ass They're watching TV And the people they wrong now They're on TV heads now They're on TV heads now
0: Jerry Friends on Van Sessions. they said they were going to start with the banger. I think they uh, that was true. yes.